you know, 13 days ago, which now seems like forever, the atrocities of that day brought us to where we are today. And that is, I think, the lens we need to look at this issue. And now it's just become buried in a steady stream of misinformation and a lot of noise and a lot of hate-filled protests with somehow Hamas transitioning from terrorist to resistor and reporters taking the words of terrorists over ensuring, you know, the truth of what the terrorists said or did is reported. And so the uh, Hamas bombing of that hospital or the claims, which turned out to be more the parking lot, which held Hamas munitions, has really flipped the script from Israel having to fight to defend itself and having that right to Jagmeet Singh, accusing an ally of sowing the seeds of genocide. And words, words matter, certainly when you're covering a war. And right now we've got a lot of the wrong words that just further fuel the terrorists. I want to take, take you to this exchange that I saw on um, CNN between the reporter covering this issue and the spokesperson of the IDF, Peter Lerner, after the hospital issue was reported. If you're asking for proof, you know, you don't really want the proof. You just want to make sure you have a story. And unfortunately, there has been so I, I, much I, premature... Hang on, I don't want you to suggest... Hang on, Peter. This. That is it's unfair. Just, I do not want you to suggest that we are not seeking the truth. Peter Lerner, we are trying to seek the proof. And that was the uh, question that I asked you, and you have provided what, what you can at this point. And, and I appreciate that. But please don't Peter, suggest that we're not trying to identify the truth, because that is exactly what we like, are doing. It's so. like you'll never, be, you'll never be content with whatever I share, because you'll ask for more and more and more and more. Uh, you, know, when you can take what I say for face value. And as Peter, I said, I you am, don't have to believe one I am reporting what other but, people, but when, what, when the, what the Palestinians the are Jazeera, asking for. But it's not the Palestinians. You are parroting okay, what right. Hamas well, is I'm saying. I'm going to leave it there. And that was that. My next guest, Martin Himmel, is an award-winning documentary filmmaker, TV correspondent with 25 years, exposing and covering things like wars, and um, did a lot of undercover work infiltrating ISIS at one point, using two undercover investigators, luring ISIS into you know, revealing their recruiting techniques, and has produced numerous documentaries on the Holocaust, Israel, terror, the Mideast, and Jew bashing, which he did a documentary on in 2013. Got the resume, I think, that can speak to a lot of what we're uh, talking about. So I welcomed him to the show. Thanks, Martin, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I think you have a, a context, and I should mention, by the way, he's Canadian. So he's Canadian. Yes. You're Canadian. Um, you, yes. you have a context that very few do, and you have experience, and you know the history and all sides. And so you know how the sausage is made. What's your take from what you've seen so far on the reporting? Well, you have to understand that uh, truth is the first casualty in any war from all sides, because uh, it, it, there's a deliberate attempt to make what's called a fog of war. Uh, so people don't really know what's going on. And then there's a battle of impressions. That's what I would call it, impressions. Uh, dead children, mm -hmm. dead uh uh, women and uh, women and men who are not civilian, who are not soldiers or soldiers themselves. So truth goes out the window. It becomes a battle of impressions, and that's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing now when it comes with this hospital. Yeah, but it can have really big implications, right? Because that happened right before the Biden visit. It was kind of just reported on mass because we've got twenty four seven news and social media, and it's got to be filled. And so it's like. This, this 
you know, need to be first and get it out there. But it, it took hold. And we had a lot of people taking Hamas's word for whatever happened. And ultimately, it ended up canceling a couple of meetings. But who knows how it turned the narrative? Because then all of a sudden, Israel was being basically characterized, you know, as barbarians with everyone calling for ceasefire. So there, there are very real consequences to getting it wrong. Absolutely. That's why I'm saying impressions is what counts, not the yeah. truth. The impression was that Israel bombed the hospital. And as a result of that, the leaders of Jordan, the Palestinians, and Egypt canceled a major summit with Biden, the mm. president of the United States. That was half the reason he was coming. It was a terrible blow to that initiative. So impressions are more important than the truth. That's the conclusion here. And it's the battle that goes on all the time. And uh, I'll tell you, after I, you know, for a while, Israel had the upper hand on impressions because of the horrible massacre that took place. But it, it didn't take me, after the shock and, and trauma of the whole thing wore off initially, you know, initially after a couple of hours, it didn't take me long to figure out, okay, mm -hmm. uh, if they're going to go into Gaza, they better uh, be prepared to weather the impression storm of uh, dead uh, civilians. Yeah. There's no war without dead civilians. Uh, when the United States went into Iraq, they killed 150,000 Iraqi civilians. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in the Ukraine is abominable, what's going on with the killing of civilians. Uh, World War II, <laughs> millions of civilians were killed in, in a, a Allied bombing of Germany. Uh, civilians do die. That is the truth. Mm -hmm. That is a very unfortunate and horrible aspect of war. The impressions is what counts. And uh, now Israel faces a real problem with impressions when it goes into Gaza, because when it goes into Gaza, make no mistake, many civilians will die. It's not going to be a pretty sight. No, it won't. And Hamas will make sure that every one of those pictures gets out because they're very good at propaganda and making sure that, you know, the images of babies and, 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 and um, you know, suffering, uh, you know, starvation, all these things get out. And it, and it does very much. Uh, you know, yes. it does make people think and, and obviously turn against, uh, in this case, Israel. And so they will use that. The question is, how um, how has Hamas been able to normalize itself? I mean, they're not even called a terrorist group by many. They're called resistors. Like we're, ch we're, we're changing the narrative on a group that we should be very, very familiar with. And that's what Israel is up against. It's not just, um, you know, a, a group that does not follow any international laws, but the narrative um, of what they'll put out. Uh, this is where anti-Semitism comes into play. Anybody who's uh, supporting Hamas, which is not just a terrorist organization, its true goals uh, are for uh, Islamic militant revolution in the Middle East. Uh, liberating Palestine is just one part of it. Uh, it's very similar to what ISIS is. Mm -hmm. And make no mistake, Egypt, Jordan, the Palestinian Authority, Saudi Arabia, the Gulf states, they all hate Hamas. They deplore Hamas. They would like nothing better than for Israel to get rid of it, but not at the, with the, but they can't withstand the political avalanche of dead children and that impression. That's the, the big problem there. Uh, so uh, we're seeing a, a great deal of anti-Semitism as camouflage here. We're yeah. seeing uh, uh, Hamas is an extremely anti-Semitic group. I've interviewed leaders of Hamas I've interviewed them uh, also clandestinely with Arabs, so I get the true role. They Their goal is to kill Jews, destroy Jews, uh, murder Jews. It's not about Israel. It's not about Zionists. So uh, this sympathy for Hamas 
is an echoing of massive anti-Semitism worldwide. Make no mistake about it. And given uh, your work on this, because back in 2013, you documented the, what you called a shocking rise in the revival of this hate. But you see all over Canadian streets what we're seeing. I mean, you know, at the Kuds rally, if you go to that, you'll hear the chants and that. But it's much bigger. And so I'm sure that some of the people in that crowd have no idea what they're supporting or really what they're talking about. But there are a lot who do. And so what do you make of what you're seeing now versus what you were worried about in 2013? Well, I think what you're seeing now is the fruition of years of uh, anti-Semitic hate on the uh, web, on the internet, on social media. Um, that fruition is the, that despite the fact that uh, 1,300 men, women, and children, Jewish women, their children were slaughtered like in the Holocaust, it doesn't phase anyone who supports Hamas. All, uh, all methods are sacrosanct. All methods are good as long as they're killing Jews. And... And this is something that uh, that is an old story. It's a two thousand year old story. Yeah. Uh, and in some respects, I think Israeli leaders, if they believe that the uh, ground war is an essential to uh, eradicating Hamas, they're just going to have to take the hit on the impression war. Israel can't win the impression war. Uh, it, it it can only win the real war. But it's going to take hits on the impression war, and they'll have to factor that in uh, to their thinking. They certainly have leaders on their sides. Yeah. Uh, the President of the United States, the Prime Minister of Britain, the, Pre the Chancellor of Germany. Uh, all these people have come. Even the uh, moderate Arab states, who I mentioned to you, hate Hamas also. They're amazingly tight-lipped for the situation. Saudi Arabia is calling for peace and for recognition of the humanitarian goals. So is Egypt. So is Jordan. So... They do have the political leverage, Israel, to carry out this invasion, but they can't drag it on too much longer because those impressions will uh, will uh, weigh down hard on their on their invasion when it happens. No question about it. Well, I'm so glad you could join us, and I hope I can call on you again because I have a feeling this is going to be a, a long uh, and very ugly few chapters, and I appreciate your insight on it. Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Martin Himmel. If you want to check out some of his work, it's vast. And he's got a lot of experience, certainly covering these issues.